What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Welcome back, Joe. Aloha. So, I'm, I'm back from my journey to the Pacific. Joe was in Hawaii for 14 days. Oh, it was so nice. I'm still very much relaxed. When you, like, when you look at the sunset, you imagine ocean and volcanic yeah. mountains and yeah. palm trees. Honestly, and- sunset, because I, I, we would go, I told you, uh, hanging out with this uh, guy I met there, Sebastian. And you know, he's got a boat, lives on the marina. You know, you go out. As soon as you leave the marina, go like under H1, like the highway. You go under the highway, out of the out the channel, and you're basically in the open ocean. You can see Diamond Head off to the side. And, Did I say this is Oahu? Yeah, this is Oahu. That's okay. the island. So uh, what? And, and like he takes his family out basically every day for sunset and a little sunset cruise because it's a ten. It's ten minutes. Like, all he has to do is just get on his boat from his backyard, like in the... Uh, and motor yeah. on out. Yeah. yeah. And there's a beach right there. It's called Portlock. And uh, I've come to find out, I was kind of hoping I'd see him, but the there's a house that was being renovated. And they're like, oh, yeah. A couple of his friends were like, yeah, that the, the guy from uh, the singer from the band Disturbed just bought that house. No and he's shit. And like, really? Dave Draymond? And they're like, yeah, he's got a bunch of weird piercings in his face. And I'm like, yes. That's him. I know. <laughs> he's bald. He's got a weird voice. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. I kind of hope I see him because I would just be like, thank you for giving me the soundtrack to my angry 20s. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, anyway, there's a beach right there. It's called Port Lock, and it's a little little tiny beach. Uh, and there, you just really can only access it from boat or if you have one of the houses right there. Like, there, there's no such thing as a private beach in Hawaii. Like, it just doesn't exist. But this it's, beach it's, is, it's, is nice. It's, it's very nice. It's small, but yeah, it's, it's, very it's small. nice. It's and clean. It, it faces due west, mm-hmm. so you can watch the sunset. And... It, and Every single time I was there, probably five or six times for sunset, you know, various groups of people would hang out. And they're all very, it's a, the marina community is like, it's a very, very tight knit community because they help each other work on each other's boats and they'll watch each other's places and this and that, and like very a big sense of community, which it's is like a bunch of communists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bunch of socialist bunch communists. Of, bunch of, bunch of hippie dope smoker kind of people that, that have Sound like a good made idea. lots of money in yeah. various things, including one guy I met. Um, who was a pilot for Hawaiian Airlines. Nice. One of those uh, older guys that um, was not in the military and became a pilot for an airline. So, one of my partners, was, it, was his name uh, 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 Jim? No. Okay. No, his name was Dave. <laughs> Very common. Dave. Jim or Dave. Yeah. One of the partners in this new glider that we have right here uh-huh. flies or flew for Hawaii. It was, it was from Hawaii. Oh, no shit. Oh, right yeah. on. Yeah. And he goes to Hawaii all the time. Yeah, I would too. I, I thought am, that I'm might be him. It'd be funny. No, oh, yeah, it would it was... be funny. I was like, yeah, that guy. No, uh, anyway, one of the guys that we, we were hanging out with that has boat was like, man, you're from Arizona, right? This beats the shit out of those mainland sunsets. And like, have you ever been to Arizona, watching Arizona sunset? And his wife was like, yeah, honey, remember when we were in Sedona and you were drunk and said, this beats any ocean sunset I've ever seen. And he's like, I can't remember that. She's like, it was literally five years ago. Like she was just giving him tons of shit for it. It was funny as hell. I'm sure they're both, obviously, no, sunsets it, here are spectacular. Sunsets sun- in the Pacific oh, Islands are God, fucking spectacular yeah, as well. it was beautiful, especially in this little kind of protected uh, cove. Mm-hmm. 
it, the water is like as smooth as glass most of the day unless the wind kicks up or there's a storm so it's like it's a mirror reflection like it's just gorgeous but wait so i have a question so yeah. you, you motored out did you stay on the boat for the sunset or did you motor up on the beach for the sunset both kind of depends okay. it depends on how much time you have like if you okay. were motoring out and like the sun's like setting right now you know right got to see the green flash several times which is nice I know people say that's mythical. It's no, it's actual science. It's no, just, I knew it's that. just yeah, yeah. light refraction. Like it's that's how it it's works. It's the devil, I think. Yeah, it is the devil's. It's the devil's work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the power of Jesus coming down and blasting the devil with green flash. That's what it is. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, the Green Lantern. The Green Lantern <laughs> comes out every night. Every single night. Uh, yeah. Just yeah, just a gorgeous uh, island. Great people, like. The I have a feeling I I I had heard and read about people not uh, non locals not getting treated very well. They treat tourists very well, as long as you don't act like a dipshit. And even right. then, they'll still smile and nod and kiss your ass because that's where a lot of their money comes from. Most of the money comes from on that island. It's However, terrible. right yeah. now with uh, the COVID situation going on, I had to take a COVID test, which we talked about. You know, I had to take a COVID test to. To, right before. Yeah, right before uh, to even not quarantine. Because otherwise, ever, if you don't show up with a positive or with a negative COVID test in hand, either on your phone, like as a PDF uh, or a paper copy, which I had both just to make sure. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you show up without that, you immediately have to go into quarantine. The police will follow you to wherever you're quarantining. And you can't quarantine at a hotel because they're not open. You have to wear a dunce hat and then like clean the Kinda. Ra- clean the erasers. Yeah, they put like a COVID, like it's a it's a scarlet C that they put on your <laughs> on your 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 blouse. Uh no, they but they will follow you and they'll check up on you every day and at random times, sometimes in the middle of the night, just and to make sure that, you're not out doing that. Their their numbers are like almost non-existent. Yeah, the last day I was there, full day I was there was Friday, so Saturday morning I was driving, you know the you know the 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 LED signs on the freeway mm-hmm. like they have the the drive hammered get nailed kind of shit like they have yeah. around uh, here. I get it it's funny yeah cause... funny thanks for the pun yeah got it <laughs> so uh in Hawaii they have those uh on the interstate and it says uh you know how what cases you know positive rate and da 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 and on the way to the airport that morning it said fr- the previous day you know uh positive cases for the whole state was 16 <laughs> That means they're not testing. Because if you don't test, yeah, you don't test. You, you, you don't, don't have, have numbers. Any, you don't yeah. numbers. Oh man, you want to talk about tests? Holy shit balls! They <laughs> fucking test like crazy. Do they really? All of the healthcare workers get tested once a day. Right. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. And mask wearing is 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 mostly uh, adhered to mm-hmm. with no with no real issues that I saw. And I was in a lot of places. I didn't do a lot of touristy shit just because that's not my jam. I mean, there are mm-hmm. some things I did. Like, of course, I went like. I went and did the tiki bar scene at, oh, y- and, at Waikiki. And the USS Arizona, which is touristy, but, to the, it, but it's you said it was rather amazingly the emotional. USS Arizona was uh, hands down the most somber and sacred place I've ever visited in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I've been to Gettysburg, and I thought I was going to top. It couldn't. Nothing could top Gettysburg. No, the the way that they handled everything because what you do is you go to you drive into Pearl Harbor. Uh, and turn off to the, there's a whole complex that's the Pearl Harbor, like, memorial area. So they have a World War II uh, memorial there. They have a um, 
a handful of like the, there's Medal of Honor recipients that are uh, is that it are pretty from big area this whole area yeah it's pretty big I'd say it's probably eight eight to ten acres when you went what day of the week was it uh, the ninth it was December 9th because they played they uh, so that was a la- that was Wednesday so but also it's COVID so there's less traveling but was it crowded no it wasn't cl- crowded at all and okay. in fact they're only taking normally they take they can take a hundred people and so what it is. There's a whole complex where it has like a movie theater that shows like a brief movie about the about Pearl Harbor with actual aerial footage and things like that. Uh, there's and there's even something that I thought was interesting too is that they had uh, aerial footage from Japanese planes. Oh, really? Some of it was recovered after the planes had crashed mm. and the film was still there, and but a lot of it was donated from the Japanese government. Okay. Now donated slash, we beat the pants off of you. Give us your fucking right. your tapes. Who cares? It's 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 all compiled there. There's also a an old diesel submarine that okay. I went on a tour there. That's Japanese docked there. No, it's a U.S. Okay. submarine. Right. Uh, but they have like a small museum you can walk through, and it's like the lead up to World War II to the invasion of of Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. and how like and it starts like literally 1850s, like when Japan went from being uh, the what, the Edo period is that what it was called is where Japan was very. They didn't like outsiders. They didn't allow people into Japan. Like, they just handled their own shit. They didn't get involved in world affairs at all. Edo, I'm thinking Edo, like Ed- Oedipus. No, <laughs> no. Oh, my God. You're thinking Ed- Oedipus, huh? That's Oedipus, nasty. Oedipus, period. You're so nasty. <laughs> you and your hot stepmom. Yeah. No, Ed- E-D-O, Edo, period. Got it. Right. Okay. But, and it just goes, so you have this, it's all a timeline, kind of walk through, like windy through kind of okay. thing. But they... But then you probably kind of cool. I like that kind of stuff. I you you would love this place. Yeah. Now, and then when you go actually out to the 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 USS Arizona, you actually cross the harbor. So you go probably it's probably three quarters of a mile from where you're at. So you get on a ferry. A ferry, but it is a naval vessel because there's two uh you know I don't know the seamen I don't know what you call them Mm -hmm. all dressed white. You know, and all that. That's so, part of their their duty. Is that that's part of their gig? Yes. Yeah. And so when they uh, announce, okay, we're walking through here, single file. We get on here. They normally can take a hundred people on the boat. They've reduced it to fifty. Okay. So right there, your numbers are reduced. Okay. It takes about ten minutes to get over there, and you. Uh, but when they we get on the boat, they pull up the ramp, and they make an announcement. You know, because it's all open. It's all open, like open seating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see like the captain of the boat and he makes an announcement. He's like, you are now under the jurisdiction of the United States Navy. Myself and these two gentlemen are in charge. There will be no pictures taken. This is a sacred spot where there are still bodies down there that have never been recovered. Mm-hmm. This is a place where people have been cremated that were survivors that, that were on USS Arizona and they are allowed to be interred here and their ashes can be spread or they have urns placed in, in there. This is a graveyard. Be respectful. No pictures, no phones. And I'm thinking, what kind of a piece of shit wants to do that anyway? Right. So in my mind, I'm thinking, like, if I, right. that's not, not cool. Like a you selfie, go there. Ooh, duck lips. You know, oh, of. my God. Yeah, right? <laughs> Here I am with USS Arizona. Your typical white girl, like with the knee forward, <laughs> hand on the hip kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so disrespectful, right? Yes. So we get out there and you go out and you, you dock up to a platform. And there's people waiting that have been there for probably a half hour because that's when they leave, they leave you there for a half hour. And then that's what's you, the same. you get off. So they take those people. It take them it's back. It's one, one ship or boat, whatever. It's one boat goes back and forth. Okay. Yeah. And you can see the, uh, um, I think they're gun turrets that are still poking out of the water. 
And it is true. You can see the uh, oil. oil bubbling up, which is uh, very creepy. Um, but it's uh, it's really, really neat. Um, and then they have uh, the memorial is just it's so incredibly well done. It's white. It's all white on the outside. We've probably seen pictures of the outside. Sure. All white on the inside, white marble with all the names kind of etched, curve, etched in it. Kind of that curve. Uh, yes. Yeah. And that's, that goes perpendicular to the actual boat itself. So you're right there midships of the boat. Mm-hmm. And so what you're seeing uh, when you see, like, the look out either side, you can see, like, the tops of the – I think that's what they are, the gun turrets that are sticking out of the water maybe two feet, at, like, at low tide. So what what is inside this white building? Uh, there is a viewing platform where you can see down into the wreckage that has okay. – polarized glass over it so even if it's sun shining out you can still see down in the wow, water you can see and you can see into that's it yeah pretty crazy and so you enter at one end of the building you walk around that there's a, a picture showing a diver putting an urn with the person's name on there and putting it in there and that uh, anybody who survived uh, the attack and mm. and the survivors are allowed to request to be interred with their shipmates which sent chills down my spine like mm-hmm. And then uh, they had all the guys, like they had all the all the gentlemen who 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 were killed in the attack on this giant marble wall in the very back of it, probably twenty five feet high. So you can see all the it's big enough to where you can read all the names. They have you can read through all the names, and then they have these smaller marble blocks in front, and those are the shipmates that survived that have been interred there. And there's like two more spaces left, and they said that those that's it. Those are the last two are still alive. They're like in their 90s, and they wow. you know they will be everybody who survived has been interred there. Wow. Then I come to find out. I asked uh, the, if anybody asked has any questions. You know, at the end of the tour, and I said, you know, um, wait, who who are you asking questions to? The Navy people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they're considered experts. You know, that's their duty station. Like they the do. They rotate also. In the Essentially, way. yeah. Okay. And uh, I asked about it, and he said uh, about about. Um, the in you know uh, like what's what, what does a family get to come here? Do they get a private tour or something like a private time to do that? And they said absolutely, we make time for it. We'll cancel, we'll schedule it out a month, and we'll cancel tours for like three hours or something to give them time. And mm-hmm. it's just them, it's just the family, and a chaplain, and then a diver that goes down and puts it in there. And the diver's also a chaplain, so, so scuba diver guy goes down there. And then he told me something that blew my mind. Uh, pieces of the hull that were recovered mm-hmm. like when they started to do salvage and then they discovered there's a shitload of oil and diesel still in there so they're like we don't want to damage the hull anymore we'll just let it slowly eke out over time rather than trying to pump it out and, and have a horrible yeah. disaster so early on disaster. obviously this wasn't a plan that they were going to do so all this memorial stuff they they just they started yeah. salvaging and pulling pieces of the hull out and they that's what those urns are made out of oh shit wow. yeah i was like holy shit the Navy does it right with shit like that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure other branches do, but because... No, uh, the, no, the Navy's like first Air, class, man. F- the fucking aviation hasn't been going on that long, so the Air Force doesn't have 500 years or 1,000 years of traditions. No. Naval traditions go way fucking back because we've been sailing for a long time. So like that Ever shit, since a log was floating in a, in a lake. And, no, like, hey, and some guy why, grabbed a why fucking you go jump spear. On that? Jump on that and take see a if, spear. Uh, see if you can jump on that. First Navy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that was, uh, that was a day that was the only like overcast kind of cloudy shitty day that like wouldn't have been a good beach day i mean it's still it's still 82 degrees so it's kind of the perfect. perfect day to do that and that's why i chose to do it so i schedule my appointment for like you, you get online you just you, you have to pay a dollar you know to schedule your time what a rip off yeah right it, but you're in a national park first and then you get on the navy boat and then you're 
basically in naval jurisdiction because you're in Pearl Harbor. You're mm-hmm. the, like in the actual, uh, like the fucking naval. Is naval there base. is there any is there any kind of presence there now of a, as far as a naval base goes? Oh shit! Yeah, there's fucking. Are you kidding me? There's three carrier groups that are stationed stationed out there. Wow, I see. Yeah, there's my three. ignorance. Yeah. Okay. Oh, also, oh shit! I forgot to tell you. So, uh, it sucked that it was it. It sucked that it was closed. But they, with COVID, there's worried about it. Da, 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 was the USS Missouri is there? Okay, and I completely forgot about that. So when you, it's yeah, when you float, yeah, yeah, and you, and they keep it in perfect shape. You know, Missouri is what they signed, the uh, the, the uh, end the, of the war, yeah, end of the war, like the treaty, yeah. you know, with Japan, the Hirohito, I guess, yeah, like that, right? that yeah. yeah, I think it was, uh, yeah, and I that, so. like, I, I really wanted to visit that, but I could see it. It was you know, two hundred yards away because it's 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 right next to. That's the other thing that too. Was, that, that was like, MacArthur, I believe, was on this boat too. Is yes, that right? yeah. yeah, MacArthur, Eisenhower, pipe. Churchill. Uh, Mac- yeah, I've seen. I'm just thinking of the pictures I've seen, My. but it sucks that it's completely closed. Like you can't even get near it. Like they, the road going to that section is on a different mm-hmm. island that you can't even get to it. Because that would have been cool, obviously too. Fuck yes, I would have absolutely done that. I love yeah. World War II shit. So that anyway, yeah, I did that. That was like the one overcast kind of shitty day where it was just like. What are we gonna do? And I, uh, you know, did Timmy go with you? Timmy, or no, he didn't go with me. And, and he's like, I, he's, he's like, I don't really need to be bummed out the rest of the day. <laughs> like I understand that, but he also had to uh, work. He was still working while I was there, so he had some some shit going on. So, um, I just elected to go on my own. It's one of the reasons I got a rental car, so I can just go off and do my own shit. I don't have to be tied to sure him or God forbid I drive his truck. I drove his truck around Honolulu one time, and it was the scariest shit ever. Because his truck is gigantic, it's a it's an F one fifty four by four right. that has a three inch lift on it and thirty three inch tires on it because he bought it in Kingman, <laughs> and he shipped it there and never made any modifications to it. So I, I kept fucking with him and saying that's the biggest fucking truck on the island. I have other the biggest non commercial vehicle on the island. Is it seriously the biggest non commercial vehicle you've seen? It, no, I, I oh. ended up seeing several, quite a few more trucks, but it's probably one of only like maybe a hundred on the whole island that are that mm-hmm. big. And it's just funny because he's such a pro at parking it because he's been living there for with that truck for five years. Mm-hmm. So he does shit like I've only ever seen like truck drivers like my dad who was a truck driver for like 45 years like back up into spaces. I'm like, dude, this is a compact space. He's like, eh. Anything is a full size space if you know how to do it that right. Was, that and was like, kind of what I was doing when I was in Atlanta in Buckhead with my full size four door Chevy truck that I had. Right. I, I remember these parking places. Now, now I'm thinking back on some of the places small parking spaces behind like coffee shops and stuff like that yeah that i remember i would love to have like a yaris toyota a yaris. little yaris yeah, yeah. or perfect. a honda fit yeah <laughs> honda anyway. fit has a turning radius of like something stupid like 22 feet just like it's like kind of it's, like 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 it's got like, <laughs> like a dreidel <laughs> <laughs> that's really my Jew- jewishness it's, it's, yeah your your jewity uh my uh, the, anyway, I'm sorry. We talked anyway, a lot about USS Arizona because that's a big deal. It, it was a huge there. deal for me to go there. And then uh, talking with my stepdad afterward, because I called my mom uh, afterward, and uh, he was there. He was on speakerphone, and he said I, that I, he said it's the most sacred place that he's ever been to in his life. And I said that is I, that I I would I would agree with that. That's it. I would say I would say the same. I think I mentioned to you that say, the same kind of uh, sentiment is for Normandy if you go to yes. Normandy and yes you did mention that same yeah. kind of thing and I'm sure uh, yeah I have no doubt like that's a uh, yeah it was it was really neat and I'm glad that I went because I, I kind of hemmed and hawed I actually tried to go there on Pearl Harbor Day but 
which they had tours that day. Um, they canceled like they, they do like a. And it's not really so much a parade, but like they do, they do like a remembrance thing that they basically canceled because they didn't want a bunch of people a parade <laughs> gathering to. Well, like they a, do a not par- a circus. <laughs> Can you hear me in your like? No, that's not. Boom! Boom! Oh my god! I'm going to 1812 overture. That's fucking awful, Paul. Jesus! Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just I I I sound to myself slightly muffled all of a sudden. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I maybe I, I'm having an aneurysm or something. Oh, that's great. Maybe don't just wait. Okay. Wait till we take a break for you to have an aneurysm. Wait till the show is over and get some editing done. Uh, yeah. Can, please. <laughs> I don't want to have to chop this up too much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, that was not the, a parade. The Pearl Harbor. Yeah. But anyway, the, I tried to go on Pearl Harbor Day, which I sh- I knew I was like eh, maybe the maybe. Timmy said that I might be able to do it because they canceled a bunch of the other shit because there's a, a ton of people that fly in for mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor Day, you know, and they weren't flying in because December it's... December you know, 7th. Yeah. 19. Now, but I bet you thought to, about, though, on December 7th, you probably, probably thought about it. absolutely did. Yeah, because yeah. that was actually... <laughs> um, that was the day that I went to a place where I was starting to tell you about it earlier before we started recording. I got to go to a place that I've wanted to go to since I was a little kid. I got to go up to the north shore of Oahu and watch professional surfers hit gigantic waves. And it was the day before a big uh, uh, surf contest called uh, Pipe, uh, Pipe Masters put on by Billabong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's I went up there the day before because I knew going the day of, the day it started, which was December 8th. The, the the day it started, you can't even get near there. And there's all these road signs, like the blinking road signs that say... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, event. You know, uh, no, 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 like it's no, it said event. Uh, what did it say? Uh, no parking on the shoulders between on the shoulders of the road, which is where everybody parks to go to those because mm-hmm. the park, like, uh, like, you can't park anywhere else. Yeah, you can't park anywhere else because, like, these surf breaks, a lot of them don't, they're not even attached to any area, they're just like happen. But Bonsai Pipeline is one of the most famous ones, and there's like three surf breaks right there. So you have Bonsai Pipeline off the wall and and back door. And they all you go to this place called Ehukai uh, Beach Park, but so there's only there's decent, like, there's like thirty also? spaces. That's it. It was beautiful beach. Oh, beautiful like beach, real tiki steep. bars and little no restaurants. And no, no, nothing. No, this is North Shore. So think nothing is out there. Think Dolan Springs level of habitation. Okay, and I don't mean quality of people. I mean the the it's just very sparsely populated. Like I gotcha. there's these little tiny villages and that's about it. Like there's not much to it. So, so if you're yes, going to there and watch, you're going to bring it in with you, whatever you're kind of, well, yeah, yeah, especially at the beach, but at that beach park, but there's only like 30 parking spaces there. Oh geez. When you have 500 people that want to show up and watch it. Now we went there twice. The first time was when the first winter swell came in and you want to talk about the awesome power of the ocean. And I use the term awesome, not like way it's overused. I mean, the true, true meaning of the word awesome. Right. Where people are just standing there looking at this shit, going, "Holy fuck!" But there's what it is is you get these big winter storms that get spawned off of like just south of Alaska, mm-hmm. and that sends this storm swell all to the, the north to the north there. shore of uh, of Hawaii or mm-hmm. uh, like all over, like the the northern shore of all well, the, the north islands. shore gets the brunt of right. it. It's it's but, free ocean between here and right well, between there and Alaska. Exactly, and then you have you have reefs that break it up and create these huge waves. Well, this stuff wasn't even surfable the first day I went up there. That was like the December 1st or something like that. And 
but it was we they knew that it was going to be big they they're like this swell you know say 500 miles away they have these buoys and they'll the buoys radio back like Mm -hmm. this is how big it is and it was 18 foot swells on open ocean which means when it hits certain reefs it can get as high as 50 and 60 feet Wow. Which is fucking crazy. Like, yeah. it doesn't sound like much until you see yes, the person. Yes, it does. Like, Holy shit balls! Like, if you told me, oh, it's a that's a fifty feet from here to here. That's not that big of a deal. But when you put fifty feet straight up in the air and it's water and it's moving at you, that's right, that's, that's, that's that's like about it's about fifty feet from here to the end of that wall. Yeah. Which which you go? Oh, it's just over there to the refrigerator. There's a beer in that refrigerator over yeah. there. But like you said, it's a vertical but hunk of for water. A wave, and for a wave to be that tall, yeah, the base of it is probably three hundred feet. Yeah, just yeah, it's fu- and so. But this wasn't surfable shit because it was windy, shitty conditions. You couldn't surf any, so there's nobody out there fucking with it because it, it would have been death. Right, right. just yeah. So but, there's just a few people out there like you. But there, there was there was there's actually a ton of people up there because it's kind of like. I don't know. It, to me, it's kind of like the people that flock to, uh, like the Grand Canyon when the inversion happens, where yes. the clouds go into the totally Grand Canyon, yeah. and that's really cool. Like people just love to see that natural phenomena. We drove up that day specifically to see that, and uh, how far of a drive from where Timmy lived? It's not so much how far; it's how long. That's, that's something. True. That's another thing I learned on the, on the island. Right, like, how long? We took the, the long way, and it took us about two hours. Oh shit! That okay. was the long way. But hey, that how much was, is gas there? But if you, uh. <laughs> It depends. If you go to Costco, it's cheaper than here, or it's about the same. Are as you here. kidding if you me? Go to Costco, it's two thirty six, two thirty six wow. a so gallon. Similar, about two. And 10, everybody 10, has 10. a Costco card, and everybody goes to Costco. the one of two Costcos. Okay. But if you go to another station, which I did, uh, it was around three dollars. That's it's, not. That's it's, not. It's bad. not that bad. It's not that bad. Yeah, it has been four fifty around here a handful of years ago. Yes. Yeah. So it's not. So. I also uh, to make what the hell did I make? Oh, the uh, my the the friend that I made there, uh, Sebastian. He's got the two little girls. They wanted milk for cereal or something in the morning, so he stopped in and stopped in like a Seven Eleven. I went and bought a gallon of milk, which people always say, "Well, you know how much gallon of milk is in Hawaii?" I'm like, I don't know how much a gallon of milk is in Kingman because I don't fucking drink milk. Like I don't but buy now you milk. Know. How much is a gallon of milk? A gallon of milk. It was it was just over seven dollars, okay. which is kind of pricey, but yeah. like. Okay. But it is kind of pricey. But you know what's not pricey? But, but if you don't take, if you don't drink a lot of milk, that ain't that bad. That's not a big deal. And yeah. also, you don't, you can't. I've, I had one tank of gas for the entire fucking time that I was there. Twelve days, I had a, a rental car. Hey, I wonder if they import the milk there. Are there are there cows there that they? Milk? They probably import it because it's Safeway. It's probably from okay. Southern California. Probably it's a big tanker full of milk. Guaranteed, like a big oil tanker, but just milk. Yeah. <laughs> That would be that's a fuckload of milk, and it hits a, some some uh, it's a it's a breaker. Of some oh rocks god! Boom! It's like, just it's like natural disaster of just white fucking whole milk everywhere. <laughs> disaster of epic proportions and all and then like all the, but then like all the sharks' teeth are strong. Everybody's screaming lactose calcium. and just running yeah, away. Like, lactose! Oh my god! <laughs> like there's like the coast guards dumping lactate out of their fucking out of like. Hel- drones and helicopters are flying over. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you know, the, that day that we went up there, that took us like two, maybe two and a half hours. We took the scenic route and stopped off at a few places too. Like, uh, it's funny. I was watching, um, this is several years ago. Uh, Anthony Bourdain visited a place called the Hawaii, I think it's Hawaiian Poi Company, if I remember right. It's something Poi Company. And I wanted to try poi, and I'm like, and I'm like, I know it doesn't taste like anything. I know that it has to be flavored. I know that it was a main it's source. It's kind of like, like grits. 
It, but but it, more fine. Yeah, kind of. I mean, which, which I'm saying doesn't taste like much. It's more like pudding that doesn't taste like anything. That's true. It's I'm, like a starchy pudding. Like actually, it doesn't. It tastes like cream of wheat, wheat. with nothing. Yes, with no no flavor right. whatsoever. Yeah, but what's it made out of? But it's a uh, taro taro root. Okay. So it's a root. Um, but anyway, so we're driving up the eastern shore. Stop it. This one place, another place, another beach, which was really cool. It was like because it's hot and sticky. Hop off, pull into the pull into a beach where there's nobody else there, and just go in the water, swim around, use the outdoor shower to rinse off, get back on the truck, and keep going. Nice. So and just and I, I was talking to uh, I was in the cab while Timmy and our friend Sebastian was in the in the bed of his own truck because he's like, man, he's asking me, he's like, do you want to ride in the bed of the truck? And I'm like, I just slept on a. Uh, on a fold-out couch last night. I don't want to ride in the bed of a truck. He's like, cool, you can ride in the cab with my wife. I never get to ride in the bed of the truck. He got all excited. <laughs> he's, he's like, that's the great way to see Hawaii. And yeah. I didn't think about it, so I did eventually ride in the truck. And I'm like, all right, he's right. Because mm-hmm. you're never going very fast, so it's not right. like you have a lot of wind. There's and you nothing. Have, there tons it's like of the, cool... the mat is a huge convertible. Yeah, you, there's tons <laughs> of cool shit to see. Yeah. And you can drink beer. Yeah, I found that out. A lot you can, of Jeeps you can, there? You can drink shitloads of Jeeps. Okay. Shitloads of Jeeps. If I could have, if I could have, I would have rented a, a Jeep instead of the Nissan Sentra. But anyway, so I'm, I was sitting there talking to Sebastian's wife, Lindley, and I, like just talking to her, and she goes, how do you know about that? I was like, oh, this is Waimanalo, this is Lanny Kai, this is uh, Kylo. She's like, you've never been here, but you know this place almost as well as I do. I've lived here for 15 years. And I'm like, this is a place I've dreamed about going since I was a little kid. I'm finally here. My poor friends have been hearing about this shit for months. I'm sure they're like, fuck, I hope he just stays there. Or I hope he has a terrible time and doesn't want to come home and talk about it. Something. Something. So she's laughing at that. And, and I said, you know, this side of the island, there's uh, there's this place. It's uh, something poi company I saw in an you know, episode of No Reservations with Anthony Bourdain where he's making poi. And he says the hardest work he'd ever done in a kitchen. And she's like, oh, and I said, yeah, I think it's something Poi Company. And I said, uh, it looks like a, just looks like a corrugated tin shack on the side of the road. And she's like, you mean that one? As we're driving right past it, I'm <laughs> hey, like, oh, that- shit. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. So then we just stopped off at a few more places and then uh, took, <laughs> I love that as soon as you get out of the city, everything just kind of slows way down. Everybody's so much more chill, more relaxed. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice. So then we got up to that's when we got up to the North Shore that that first day of the first swell, and I'm like seeing we stopped at one this first one is a Sunset Beach and I was like holy shit this is like the world famous Sunset Beach, and I get out and look over the guardrail and I'm just looking at the ocean I've never seen it that big before I've never seen waves that big, it freaked right. me out uh, and it's deafening it's deafening and it's 300 yards away. It just it's just roaring, crashing. Yeah, scared the shit out of you. Like, it's crazy. Like, it made one of the little girls where that was with us, uh, uh, the the kids, like, it made them cry because it was so loud. Wow. Yeah. So then we drive down and, da, 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 and just made hopped off. Da, is da, it da, loud da, 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 where you couldn't hear me if I were to talk to people? Or if you were talking at that volume, you would not. I would not be able to hear you. People would love it. Standing this far apart. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, finally, something to drown out the droning of Paul Gaines. <laughs> But anyway, that yeah, like that that was a one that was like the one long like long way. You can you can get up to North Shore in about forty minutes uh from from town. Yeah, about thirty five to forty minutes. As long as you don't hit too much traffic, which I never saw it. Like they kept talking about how horrible the traffic is, and I never fucking saw it. Are the roads in good shape? Yeah, most of the time, yeah, like not a bunch of potholes and. I mean, there's some places that are just they're right. just outlying communities that never never get, they roads. don't get much attention, and yeah. tourists don't go to those areas, so it's not that big of a. 
It's not that there's not, it's not, they're not, nobody's complaining about it because they're like, that's fine. Like, as soon as the road gets paved, then people start coming here. So, except for what was the most you, thing you ate there? Fish? Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, poke. Okay. You ever had poke before? No. It's like little cubes like, of poke is, uh, is, I thought it was always tuna. It's not true. Ahi poke is like, is kind of like not expensive, but it's like the, it's the known one. That's what everybody kind of knows. So, poke can be poke different. Poke is cubed. Fish. It's cubed or thinly sliced seafood with um, some scallions and sesame seeds and furikake, the toasted sesame seeds, mm-hmm. like the blackened ones, uh, some soy sauce or shoyu, and then like usually those Maui sweet onions I was telling you about. And you just mix it up. So it's a sushi or sashimi. Yeah, sashimi, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then some people put uh rice in there and they make it a poke bowl but that's not apparently that's not traditional how to that's not how you do it. it's just like eat the just eat the protein like okay. that's uh but i had taco uh poke which is taco is a uh, octopus and okay. super super thinly sliced and then i had, like there's all these different varieties and flavors and that's what i ate like that and acai bowls you ever had a acai bowl no you know acai berries are right the uh, uh, so, yeah, A-C-A-I. That's the soft C. It's a It's Portuguese, yeah. So it's fruit in there and stuff. So you take acai berries and freeze them. And when you freeze fruit, you know, it usually kind of macerates. So when you thaw it back out, it's kind of mushy. And then they refreeze it again. So it's like an ice cream, right? And you add granola, honey, bee pollen, which is delicious, strawberries and blueberries. That's like your standard. It sounds right. like something that that uh, that uh, President Obama had when he was there. He definitely that? did, yeah. And I went to the same place that he goes to. Oh, okay. yeah, hundred percent. Right. Yeah, like okay. that's that's the thing. He did. Yeah, that's okay. the th- that's the thing. Yeah. In okay. fact, I kept looking around to see if I could see Obama. I was hoping to see him. Like, he was born in Kenya, you know. I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. And yeah, <laughs> born in Kenya. <laughs> Kenya. Uh, because I, I, you know, what I really wanted to say it was like, "Thanks, Obama," and just like, and just do a fist bump with a former president. That would, that would be, be great. cool as shit. I would have fucking. So cried. that's what that's what he he has when he goes there. Is a side bowl thing. Okay. That's what a lot of people have for breakfast because it's nutritionally dense. It's in a and, bowl, and like in a cup. Well, it's usually like in a cup. Okay. Yeah. You can have it in a bowl of your sit-down restaurant. Most people get it to go. So I think and they had this at Extreme Nutrition. You know that thing? I, that was like a uh, whatever this thing, uh, uh, some kind of a frozen. Yeah, the smoothie thing. Whatever the fuck that thing was. Yeah, smoothie. Thank you. When I when I when you came in here, but I think they have acai bowls there. They too. probably do. I might have to go there and see. Uh, I'm gonna have to check it out. Past judgment. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's what oh, you should God. do is say this is really good, but I just came back from Hawaii, and if you guys could recreate what they have there, this would be fucking unbelievable. If they know, if they know what they're doing, they'll be like, this is not gonna be the same. Because you can't like you uh the acai like the one of the greatest things about it is it's all fresh. Yeah, everything in everything in it is fresh. You know, the only thing in it that's cooked is the granola. They don't grow acai berries here. <laughs> I don't think so. They I, might I can, somewhere I can walk out in the airport I, and, pick, and just pick, pick them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, Paul. Okay. Uh, yeah, acai bowls. So you had poke. that. You had poke. Acai Hawaiian bowls. shave ice, which is like I know that sounds like a. It's like oh, it's typical fucking touristy shit, and like that's not touristy shit. Hawaiian shave ice is a fucking thing. In Hawaii, like you, like that. It, first off, it's not shaved ice; it's shave ice. Okay, that was an, that was something Portia taught me. She worked at a shave ice place for a couple of years. That's that's probably um, correct, right? Because you don't shave the eye. You know, it's, it's not shaved; it's yeah. shave ice. Yeah, you shave your face. You don't. Right. Sh- it's not a not shave, shaved whatever. face. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Exactly. So, 
And they have, I mean, some places go all out and they make their own flavorings and all sorts of shit, like their homemade syrups and all that. And there's other places that just don't give a shit. And they have artificial coloring and flavoring and nobody cares because they're like, this is what I want. I want neon green fake shit that's going to give me cancer. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, oh, I like the organic. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Something for everybody. And it's all super cheap. It's everywhere. Yeah. So that's what you were asking, like uh, uh, milk and gas. You know what wasn't expensive there at all anywhere was seafood. It's in such abundance and eaten by so many people that the prices are just fucking astounding. Uh, I think I had <laughs> I had red meat once while I was there, mm-hmm. and that was only because we went to a place called uh, Tamura's, Tamura's Supermarket. It's on the west side. That was the most, uh, th- not threatened. I was a little sketched out by going to the west side of Hawaii because it's that's where people live who don't want to be near people in Honolulu. And okay. they're the people that serve, <clears throat> like, serve the tourists and so on and, like, all that industry in Honolulu. And they most of them live on the west side. And I had told Timmy that I, I read stories about people that aren't local driving around in rental cars. They'll get the windows bashed in and shit like that because they just don't want – just leave us the fuck alone. And I get it. I totally understand that. Like, I want to be – I don't want to see people from the hospital – outside of the hospital. Like I barely like seeing them there. You know what I mean? Like I just want right. to be away from it. I don't want to deal with that. I get Which it. It's hard I, in I, a small town. Yeah, it is hard in a small town. You know, I just, and I, so I understand where they're coming from. They, they, and, and then you have pieces of shit that go there and they litter and they have no respect for the land. They have no respect for the beaches or even the people that are there, you know, and they say dumb shit like, Oh, well back in America, they're like, this is America. This is the United States. This is the 50th state. You fucking idiot. Like, I hate that. Yeah. So I know that I had that painted on my back, just showing up there. Do they call it the mainland if you're there? Mainland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but everybody, I like, we went to the West side and drove, you, you can't drive all the way around the Island, right? The road stops at a place called Cayena point and Cayena points on the North, be the Northwest side of the Island. And there's a gap in the road that they purposefully did to keep that. It's like a bird sanctuary and national park and all that. And it's this, it, there's a gap in the road. If the road kept going, it would be probably 25 miles, okay, more miles of it. Right. So like the road, that same road basically starts up on the other side of this huge point in this big mountain range. So we drove all the way up basically till the road dead ended and then got out and set up, started setting up for the day to hang out at the beach. Cause it's, a, and there was fucking no one there. No one. Nice. And we got there I mean, it's a huge beach. It's probably, uh, it's probably a quarter mile long by at least 200 yards deep. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful sand. No, no, you know, trees for shade up close to, you know, away from the, away from the shore. And nobody. And nobody else there. And then by about maybe three o'clock, two more groups showed up with easy ups. But, Walked by. And I'm like, hey, do you guys want any food? We have this and this and this. And they're like, no, 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 we got our own. That's fine. But. Uh, and they came over later on and like, Hey, do you have any ice? Well, yeah, we got an extra bag of ice. You guys can have it. And that's, that's when I realized that if you just are nice, people mm-hmm. are in general, nice back to you. Cause these were not tourists. These were people, these are locals. Mm-hmm. And then at, like the one guy came over and the guy that got the ice from us was like, Hey, where are you guys from? And I was like, well, I'm from Arizona and these guys live, uh, he lives in Honolulu. He lives in Hawaii Kai. And, uh, he's like, Oh, right on Arizona, huh? And then he just sat down and started talking. And he's like, so like, 
what's Phoenix like? I thought about moving there one time, but I heard it gets over 100 degrees there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's way over 100 degrees. And it's awful. <laughs> For a lot of days. And, and I said, imagine Honolulu times 10 when it comes to traffic and people and, and pollution. And he goes, yeah, I'm glad I stayed here. And like, <laughs> yes, you should stay here because Phoenix is a shithole. And, and like, there's nice areas, but... If you're looking for this close by, like this outdoors stuff, it t- it'll take you a minimum of 45 minutes in any direction to get out there. And then it's still hot as shit. Yeah, you'd have to. Um, it's just hot there. Yeah. Yeah. I said, and he, I said, what do you do as a trade? He said, I'm a welder. I said, imagine welding outside, wearing welding gear when it's 120 degrees. And he said, no, I'll stay here. <laughs> I'll keep fixing rental car axles. There must that's have been an opportunity that came up that's for some welders. That's some, what it was. He yeah. was looking at it like he was like they would pay for him to move there, put him up in housing, and he would live right. there for like probably two year contract. Probably a signing bonus, probably. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like that. I'm so glad. And so we and he, I just told him I said I was, I've always heard uh, Makaha and the like. Most of the West Side is like kind of off limits to non locals. He said it's not off limits, but we get a lot of people that come up here and destroy things, and it's been terrible. Uh, for probably 30 years. So have I ever messed with any tourists? No, no, no. But I've, I have friends that have. I have friends that have damaged their vehicles, uh, spray-painted their rental cars, because told they them to go home and shit like that. Because they were leaving trash and yeah. stuff. And, and I yeah. said, you know, man, I, I'll tell you what. Like, I know it sounds goofy, but, like, I was, I've been raised with uh, conservation minds since I was a kid. Uh, I was in Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts. My my dad, my stepdad, my grandpa, they're all Boy Scouts. We're all outdoorsy people. We're taught to respect the land, respect the waterways, like river cleanups, the whole bit. And he's like, You're, we need more people like that. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, and, and also I'm a guest here. I consider this to be a foreign land. And he said, that's the right mentality. Right. He said, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to take over anything. I'm trying to enjoy what is here, the natural beauty the culture and and all that and, and the food and and everything and that guy was just super super cool so we did like a, a beer trade and did this and then he told me he goes go see go see my uncle he uh manages uh uh honolulu beer works you should go see him tell him that i sent you that i went there and i got like a hat and a shirt and a towel and a that, that, that like all this stuff right because he made a phone call and like right as he was leaving just like the coolest fucking experience and that was two weeks of that Nice. Two weeks. I had dozens of interactions with people like that. They were just incredible people. Yeah. They're probably, the locals are probably okay with it not being as crowded right now. Oh, they're loving it. They're <laughs> loving it. That's another thing. Uh, I, well, I want to talk about that. We'll, let's go to break. Okay. And we'll talk more about that. Sounds good. We'll be right back. On the beach in Hawaii. you were here with me walking on the beach in a while playing on the golden sand looking at the ocean now I understand love is like the open sea and I wish you were here with Since 
drive some people crazy oh to not have to some kind of season yep yeah it's like uh we're paul and i were talking about how there's uh or i started talking about how uh they call it the endless summer for a reason uh in hawaii because it uh like during the winter it's actually 85 85 to 90 during the day depending on where you are uh you know on the island because you have these microclimates, which is another thing that's just fucking amazing. I encourage everybody, anybody who doesn't fear air travel, please go to Hawaii. Um, but uh, Even if you fear air travel. Even if you fear air travel, like Chris Lay calling you out, um, you should go. You should go and get over that fear and go and it's explore. Just I made a couple so of posts amazing, lately. If you notice, his wife kind of chimed in and said, hey, Chris, you ought to go flying. Yes. It looks like it's He fun. actually made a post like five, six hours ago. I don't know if you saw that or not. He says, maybe this is maybe it's time for me to get over my fear of flying. I'm like, well, yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it's time. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So like the endless summer thing, and I've heard that from that's that contributes to what they call island fever, which we were also talking about off air. Right. Was uh, people just get they get stir crazy because there's like. You, they run out of places to go and, and things to do because you're, even on, though it's you're beautiful on an island. And it's big enough, but it's still all kind of the same everywhere. It depends on your mentality. Like, first off, it's not the same everywhere. So you have one Can't side. Can you ski there too? Snow ski? Uh, in, <laughs> uh, on, uh, on a big island, yeah, because you have Mauna Kea, I mean, Mauna Loa. You can't actually snow ski there. Yeah. 
Yeah, they get they get snow because Whoa. they have uh, two uh, dormant volcanoes that are, or one of them is a dormant volcano, and it's like thirteen thousand feet elevation. Like it's higher than Flags than, than uh, the what you call it in Flagstaff. Wow. Yeah. So they get and there's a ton of moisture because they're basically in the tropics. So, yeah, it's funny. I I read an article in the, like the Hawaiian Airlines magazine or whatever that they give you uh, on the airline. I'm I'm reading it and it was about this. Uh, this guy that started his own uh, ski, he called it a ski lift business in quotation marks. And all it is is a, uh, it's like a converted like uh, 25 passenger, like a party bus that is converted with ski racks on the side. And he just drives people up from the base all the way to the top and drops them off. And they'll come pick them up and take them back and forth. Wait, it's not like it's a like cable tw- attached to it or 20, something. He just no, drives no, he the... just drives them. That's why he, that's why I said in quotation marks. That's funny. It's just a ride to the top. Um, but it's comfortable. It's heated. Like it's in the, like he, he offers like different ski wax for different days and i'm just like so funny that they do that Mm -hmm. uh does the same thing you know snowboarders and all that but that's on a different island um oahu doesn't have uh, high enough peaks for that i think i was close up close to like the highest point and i think it was at 3500 feet which is drastically cooler but still just as humid which makes it even colder so it's like 80 percent humidity and 70 degrees so what is the normal do they have like mosquitoes and gnats there they do okay yeah Amazingly enough, I didn't get eaten alive by mosquitoes. One night I was hanging out. It was very, very humid. I was hanging out outside for about... <laughs> Bless you. Oh, my. Sorry. Yeah, that would hit you hard. Yeah. Yeah, they have mosquitoes and all that shit, but they don't have snakes. They do have big fucking spiders there. Have you, did um, you see some big fucking spiders? I did not see any big fucking spiders, and I'm so happy because I did a lot of traipsing around in the woods. and uh yeah, the biodiversity there is pretty amazing because you have leeward side and windward side, right, of the island. The windward side is going to be more moist, uh, jungle and, you know, all that stuff. Do you see any Teslas? I would say one out of every six vehicles is a Tesla no, on that island. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and they have free charging stations everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um that was uh, that was uh, it's interesting. Just a lot of interesting shit. Just cultural differences between the anywhere, literally anywhere on the mainland that I've ever been to, and and that island. It, it, was, it was strange. Like that, like I said, the the fastest speed limit is fifty five, even on the interstate. Like that's you know that's you're you're going to be on for thirty miles. It's still fifty five miles an hour. So is that like and two lanes going in the same direction? You're saying or not? It's like some of them four and six lanes going in different directions just to move traffic. No, I mean it's in the same in the same direction, like the same four and six lanes going in the same direction. Same direction, okay. Yeah, yeah. 50, 55. Yeah, uh, throughout Honolulu, forty. Would you like Sammy Hagar the whole time? I can't drive. It took me a bit. It took me a bit to not be a speed demon until it, Timmy's just like, you just need to just calm. And they have this. They have the same. Like slow down. This is in the mainland. When I first There's went bumper to, stickers that say that when shit. I, when I first went to Germany and spent a fair bit of time on the autobahn and came back, that's when the national speed limit was still fifty five. Oh wow! It was insane coming back. I was there for months. Came back, and we're going about fifty five, sixty. I'm going. This is really so weirdly slow. It was strange to go to because I got you know I landed on Saturday evening like nine o'clock, got picked up at the airport by Sean. Went to his place, grabbed the stuff that I had left there before, like some dirty clothes and a couple growlers, and uh, basically chatted with him and him and uh, Ashley for like 15 minutes, and then I left. It was weird to drive on the highway at 80 miles an hour like I normally do. I felt like I was uh, my hair was on fire <laughs> because for two weeks I was driving like it was like island time, just like kind of cruising. You don't have that far to go. 
You got plenty of time. You're on vacation. It's weird how you get acclimated to whatever that you're you're doing because it's the same thing with uh, well, I mean, if you race a car or you fly in a in a small plane or yep. a faster one, absolutely, it takes a while. It's like whoa, when you're going 200 or 300, let's say in a plane, yeah, whatever, and you're kind of low to the ground. But then after a while, you really get used to it, and it's or your your brain just shifts. It adapts to it. It, it does, which is pretty amazing. Like. Uh, Oh God! This is over, like ten years ago when the Bugatti Veyron. They were talking. They were you know saying, "Hey, it'll do two hundred and fifty-three miles an hour." You know, at that time it was the fastest production car you yeah. know on on the planet. And uh, Captain Slow on the on Top Gear. I oh, can't remember. May, James May. Huh? James, James May. May. Yeah. yeah. Which they call him Captain Slow, but he also like he raced open wheel for like ten years. Like he's very. They right. just make make fun of him for that. He anyway. also is a, he's a pilot too. And he, he is a pilot. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So uh, he uh, went to wanted to top it out, and he got permission to drive on Volkswagen's test track in an undisclosed area that you can't find on satellite imagery because they pay Google to not take pictures. Mm. It is a I think it's an eleven mile oval. It's a big fucking track. It has ridiculous banks at at each end, like the like it's two miles through a bank turn. Isn't this one of those two that has a super long straight or not? Yeah, both of the. I mean, they're about five miles. Okay. Five mile long straight. So uh, he got to go there and top out the Veyron, which is a great like eight or 10 minute clip of him doing this and talking mm. about it beforehand, gets in the car and uh, it, he tops it out. It's all very dramatic music. And he actually tops out, got to 255. And he's, and he's like, he's like, you'll notice if I was going 220 miles an hour in a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, that I would have to shout into the camera and it would sound like this thing was going to rattle apart. But you notice I'm going 250 miles per hour and I'm just speaking into the camera normally. That is the difference between a $500,000 car and a $3 million car. It is basically, it's like as quiet as a Lincoln Continental, at but at 250 miles an hour. Mm. But anyway, what I'm getting at is that at the end, they do like the recap and they're back in the studio or like their hangar or whatever with all the people around. And uh, one of the guys asked him, you know, what did, what, what did you, uh, what was it like? And he said, well, it was basically like driving a luxury car at a very a speed faster than an F1 car can go. Mm-hmm. And he said it was amazing. What, what was really genuinely uh, confusing was I, he said I was, I'd slowed down and I was coming to a stop and I just gingerly opened up my door because I was about to come to a stop and I realized that I was still going 75 miles an hour. <laughs> because he'd been just at 250, right. you know, for like three minutes or something. And like 25 seemed like walking. So, yeah, exactly. He said it. it he said, it, and uh, it was, it was, it was just amazing. And and driving, he said, any, for like two weeks after that, driving just felt boring. It was. Right. Uh, he was felt him. He found himself driving way too fast in London and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I thought that was funny shit. But yeah, that's right. It, your brain kind of adapts to it. Yeah, very, very quickly. Yeah. So like yeah. driving down Stockton Hill Road, and I'm going 35, which I never do. Uh, like I barely do that when there's a cop behind me, unless a cop is like honking his horn. He's like, get the fuck out of the way. You're going too slow. Mm-hmm. You, that's just how they drive there. It's yeah. kind of, it's kind of cool. But then Honolulu traffic, man, it, it kind of reminds me of, uh, like I rode in a cab in Mexico city one time. And it was one of the scariest experiences of my entire life. That's what, that's what driving in Honolulu is like on the surface streets is like, cause you have one way certain times and this and that, and, like you have, there's, oh, it there's, changes up a lot. You gotta gotta there, learn it. Yes, and then you have these things where they park. Like I don't understand how. Uh, well, I do understand why everyone's cars are beat up there. 
because you have blind corners and you have this and you have that, but then you have these uh, this other thing that just drives me fucking crazy. Like if I ran for city council of Honolulu, that would be the first thing I would put on the agenda of my first meeting. The was well, okay. So you have these. Uh, you have let's say you've got two lanes. You know they don't have turn lanes, right? So it's right. just turn lanes, and the center your double center line, your outside lane, your 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 right hand lane. Sometimes you can park in that lane during different times, and sometimes it's just, it's a lane. But almost all of the signs that tell you what time it is are faded, and you can't see them. Oh shit! So there were times where I got honked at because I'm sitting there waiting because I so I thought somebody was in front of me, but they're not. But I was like, that fucking guy doesn't even have his running lights on. No, it's a parked fucking <laughs> car. Parked. But it's the lane is so narrow, it just looks like a line of cars waiting. Yeah. And then you'd have people like behind me just like waving me i'll wait you pull out obviously you're a tourist mm-hmm. uh which i'm like well that that just doesn't make any fucking sense but yeah otherwise so you have to sign yeah I, I agree with that I, I don't like old signs that have been that way forever yeah, it's annoying way. now granted there are certain things that i'm kind of okay with like i got pulled over one time while i was there and like you know you were speeding and i was i was i thought it was 45 he goes no it drops to 35 right back there and i'm like it does he goes, yeah, and he goes, and I turn around. And he said, the sign's right there, and then he goes, points out. He goes, you know what? They haven't trimmed around that sign. You can't even see it coming from the other direction. He's like, don't worry about it, man. Just have a great day. Threw up a shaka and just like drove off. It was like the coolest cop ever. He <laughs> instantly realized that I, I really was obeying the law as I thought it was. Right. You know, uh, like it was, uh, and, it, and it is kind of a speed trap, but like you're coming into a residential neighborhood from. Where, where an interstate turns into just a surface road. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Where, like, the interstate is just kind of over. Like, it doesn't, it's it's gone, but it turns into a surface It's kind of like uh, 93 coming into town here. Yes, exactly. That is, it's actually, it's exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it doesn't, they don't stagger it. It just, it's been 45 miles an hour for 10 miles. At least here, they do give you plenty of warning, flashing lights, all that stuff. They're, oh, you know, shit. They, they yeah. Give you absolutely. all kinds of, you yeah. got to be totally asleep to not really understand what's going on. Yeah. I'll be down. so glad when that interchange goes in. Oh, my God. You have no idea. Yes, you do have an idea. Yeah, I do. I've been well because I'm old enough to remember uh, when they didn't have the interchange that goes to Golden Valley and uh, like to off to Laughlin. It was a and four-way then Vegas. stop or something. No, it wasn't even a stop. It was a turn lane. Oh, it was a yeah. Jesus. You you drove so 93 went straight through, mm-hmm. and then it was a T intersection. You just basically got into a turn lane and turned left to go to Laughlin wow. and drive through Golden Valley. Oh, a dozen a dozen deadly accidents a year at least. Yeah. Uh, and now imagine how bad it is coming the other direction too, where it was just a, it's just a stop sign and a right hand turn, no light, no nothing. Right. Fucking insane. So, and then, then, so they put that interchange in also the road to Laughlin that used to be two lane blacktop, no passing lanes, no divided highway, nothing. You can actually on collisions there. Oh man. Bad. Just bad. And animals, animals. People would steer, like move because of rabbit, overcorrect, or something. and driving way too fast, coming home drunk from Laughlin, shit like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's a nice interchange now, going from here. It got nice sweeping. Turn. Oh yeah, it's, it's kind of it's kind of pretty. Going on. Yeah, here we go. I can't wait for the new one though, for oh, sure. Be great. All right, so we're gonna go to Hawaii. We're gonna do uh, cartoon casual. It's yeah, June. It's my birthday month. Gotta gotta make that happen. Yeah, right, maybe. And I won't go for anything less than two weeks again. Like that was perfect. I don't blame you. Yeah, it was. Well, in your, I kind of, it's been so long since I've gone on a vacation where I just was like completely relaxed, where I wasn't doing, had something planned out. I mean, I love my family, but like sometimes going on a vacation solo, you know, it, to, to, to visit people is fun, 
when you don't have, like I was completely unfettered. I had no plans. I just knew there were activities that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. places I wanted to see, but I didn't have an itinerary. I didn't have this. I didn't have an event. Well, it takes me, like I mentioned this before, and that's something you're going to be bringing So up. anyway, that's what I was getting at. like, you've told me before, like it takes you a few days About just to three, get. three days, yeah. and then I'm in vacation mode. I instantly felt more relaxed when I, once I finally, like when I, okay, well, were you there when I got my COVID test results on Thanksgiving? Were you at the house no, or I, had you gone by then? Or maybe you hadn't gotten there yet. But I don't know. Uh, but anyway, got I house around three o'clock, I, two I, o'clock. I think that that was my. You already been came after. back, I think. Huh? You already came. You already drove there and came back. I right? had driven there and come back. No, no. I, I but I, I got emailed my results the next day. I oh. got. I went there on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Drove at the Vegas. Yeah, I don't remember. Test. Yeah. But it, no, I just. I was. That's that was like the beginning. That was like half half of my tension was being caused by that. Yes. Because my whole vacation was going to be fucked if I if I didn't get that. Yep. Or if by some crazy chance I'm asymptomatic and have COVID and they won't let me on the island. So then, uh, so that was like half the tension. The other half the tension went away as soon as I got, uh, as soon as I landed and went through like the COVID screening thing where they check your temperature. They ask you where you're staying. Do you do contact tracings? So you figure out, you know, you fill out. When they all say that ask you where you're staying. Are they really specific or just like what part of town it is basically? Or like they, they, no, no, no. They wanted to know. T- the address. Like, are you, are you, they, they knew I wasn't staying at a hotel because basically none of them were open. Okay. And I said, I'm staying with a friend. Like, where does your friend live? And I said, Honolulu. And here's the address. And she typed it in. She goes, unit number? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. They were very, very strict about it. Wow. And she's like, can I have his first and last name and his phone number, please? And I'm like, sure, that's no problem. Did that. And, da, da, da. and um, they were serious about it. But then she scanned my QR code that the state gives you. Like, what you did is you get a test. And the test results come back in a PDF format. You have to upload that PDF to the state, right, to their website, so that the people, when you get to the airport, can check that. They have it there. Okay. So so I have the QR code on my phone. She read it. I also have the paper copy. She goes, well, if this QR code doesn't work, then I need the paper copy. And so it worked. And she goes, okay, you're free to go. Enjoy. And I'm like, that's when I I just kind of turned to jelly. But I really got into vacation mode probably day two. The second day there. Did you feel like your rights were violated, Joe, because she was asking all these questions? I did. Uh, it was a true invasion of privacy. Okay. Uh, damn it, I should be allowed to go anywhere like I want. It was want. just like slavery or <laughs> 1930s Jewish person. It was pretty Germany. bad. Like, I, I'm, I'm happy I'm bitter. I'm like, no, I'm not giving you my papers, Stasi <laughs> motherfucker. No. It, no or my goal. They were very strict. <laughs> they were very uh, asked, very pointed questions. Very professional and, and demanded, right to the point. Very direct to the point. But I get it. Sure. Population of the Hawaiian Islands. Trying to keep that shit away. Yeah. 1775, when Captain Cook showed up there, there was about a million Hawaiians there. About 30 years later, there was like 20,000 left. And that was all because of disease. And so I kind of understand it wasn't that fucking long ago that they remember that. So they might guys be, are a little bit, uh, have some trepidations about people flying in. A little in. bit edgy about this. Yeah. A little bit, uh, but they punchy. also know where their money comes from. So they're trying to balance that out. And I get that. I'm so, yeah. I'm glad, I'm so glad that they started doing that. Because, you know, I bought those tickets in August. Well, if they can keep doing and, this for another few months and then everybody gets, you know, vaccinated. Yeah. You know, then they're like, then they job as well. They, they could probably then yeah. look back in the in the mayor, local mayor and the governor could say, good job, Hawaii. We fucking did we it. We did it. Yeah. We fucking abs- pulled through. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, nobody. It, I mean, there's businesses that I just heard. like we're doing in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, God. We're the highest numbers of the country right now. We're number one. We're number one. <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, I know. I was dreading coming back. I was telling you that uh, off air. Like, I just, I, 
It wasn't. I was. It wasn't like oh, it's just because your vacation's over. You went no, from, the, not... from the best place to be hanging out right now to the worst place to be. Right yes, now. thank you for that observation, yes, Mr. You're Dane's. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I am well aware. Oh look, it's Kasich. What's his name? John. John Kasich. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yes, John Kasich. Yeah, he's in. Uh, see where he's at. It's on CNN. No, on top right-hand corner. Westerville, Ohio. Oh, Ohio, yes. Yeah, he lives like not even a mile from my brother. He, like, uh, he's I, he's I Republican, cool. but he's mad at the current Republican. That We talked about this. He's a Republican that my mom was like, I might have to fucking vote for him. And God damn it, blah, 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 first time I've ever voted Republican because he did such a good job with their pandemic shit. He just came down and he's like, back in March, he goes, we're closing the whole fucking state down. And when I say the whole state, I mean the whole state. But he's like, numbers are terrible now, like anywhere else. They, aren't they, they crept, also? They crept back up because things, and he's like, we're going to have to do it again. Right. We're going to have to do it again. But they, they reached deep in their coffers. Like, they had plenty of money to, they to did, help. They did yeah. pay. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I Now, I'm just going off of my family and a handful of friends. And what they've told you. And what they've told me and is that they don't know anybody who's lost a business, lost their home, none of that stuff. They've been able to pay their bills even though they weren't working or they went to working at home. They had teachers that are still teach getting paid to teach Zoom classes to all their kids. Like they're like they're still they were still able to do that, mm-hmm. and they were shut down for like thirty five days or something like that. Mm-hmm. Thirty five or forty days, and that because the numbers started to spike there like real bad. Like it was it was one lady that went to Florida on vacation brought back COVID. Was I started licking everybody when she came. No, back. she went. She went to a nursing home right outside where I grew up. Oh God! And they had thirty, like thirty-six cases within like two or three days that she just infected all these old people, which is is awful, you know. And I and and, and half of them died. I'm I, my mom told me, wow. and then actually kind of spread from there. I'm like, oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. It was and and so, but then they clamped down on everything, and but now they're creeping back up. But it's it's a very population dense. Did you go to the? Uh, we have a a person here who's unpopular by amongst a lot of people, which I don't like either. I won't drop her name, mm-hmm. but who 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 is tired of all the? She's one that's trying to get rid of the, the mayor and uh, other council oh, people. Lord, and and when she she was going she was going the opposite way. So she actually made a Facebook post in an event for. For a, a freedom social event, like you're gonna oh, get all God. everybody together, and no one's gonna wear a mask, and everyone's gonna party and drink. I mean, that was actually advertised on Facebook when you really were, while you were gone. I, yes. re- I I'm so glad I missed out on that. Right, but it got taken down pretty quick because everybody was like, "What the actual fuck?" I would have just commented something like, "Well, that's cool. You guys want to deny science right now? Then you don't get to get it, use any science later on. We need healthcare. Nope, none of. Don't it. come to the hospital. We're all full. We we." Uh, it's one of those things where I actually had to have a conversation with a patient probably two years ago because he would not leave his monitor on. He was being a real dick to the nurses and aides and everything. And I'm like, why would you not have leave it on? Because he was just being a prick. Like he didn't, he didn't, I don't like this and I don't like this. I don't need an IV in and I don't need that. I'm like, well, then you don't need the fucking hospital. So right. I went down there and I said, you know what? I'm coming down there to talk to him. I'm going to talk to him man to man. He was treating, he's an older guy and was treating all the women like shit, just calling him woman and like mm-hmm. just being a dick. So I, Walked in there and I was like, I was like, who, who are you? And I'm like, I'm the guy who's trying to get you to keep that box on so I can monitor your heart all night long. He goes, I don't want to wear it. And I'm like, well, that's fine. This is the paperwork. It's called AMA. That's called Against Medical Advice. And this is the paperwork you have to fill out when you leave. You're refusing medical treatment. You need to leave because this bed could be occupied by somebody who actually wants to get better. Mm-hmm. Now, those are your choices. Either put all that stuff on, leave these nurses and, and, and aides alone and stop being a jerk or sign this paperwork and I will personally take you out to your vehicle. Mm-hmm. 
those are your choices. You What's it going to be? Up? And he was like, I've never been spoken to that. I don't care how you've been spoken to. This is a place of healing. If you don't want to get better, then that's fine. Please leave. Mm-hmm. Someone in the ER has been waiting 10 hours to get to don't this have time room. for this nonsense. We yes. don't have time. There are people here who actually want to get better. And right. he was like, and uh, he fucking straightened right up. And I said, I'm going to leave this paperwork here in case, just in case you decide to pull this stuff off again. Because one more time, I can tell you right now, our house supervisor, she's the one who's in charge of the entire hospital in the middle of the night. She'll come down here and we'll both escort you to a cab. It'd be nice if you actually had, like if you own the hospital. Let's just say you were a billionaire and you own and ran the hospital and say, in fact, I kind of hope you do sign it. Would you please sign this now? Actually, yeah. Like, let me I, hold your Let me hold your hand while you're Fucking doing, 86 him like he was like a drunk at a bar. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's, I, I, I'll pick him up by his fucking gown and in fact, throw him out. It's going to take a lot less time if we just throw you out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. But I walked out of that room, and I guess he was really nice the rest of the night. Like that was that was probably like ten o'clock at night. Yeah. He was re- he was nice the rest of the night, and they're like, you know, only you could get away with that. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I got away with it. I, I we'll see what happens. I never heard anything back about it because we're not supposed to talk to patients that way because it's very it's bad for patient satisfaction scores. Which you're, <laughs> if your patient satisfaction scores drop below a certain a certain level, you lose government like uh, reimbursement for like Medicare and Medicaid. So yeah. it's turned healthcare into customer service, which this, this kind of reminds me like, of of No Child Left Behind or all this bullshit yeah. testing that's going on in yeah. schools where they got to get their test and test test to make sure the test scores are up. Yeah, even though the kids don't know a goddamn thing. Right, <laughs> it's gonna get, it's, them, get them going and keep me out of giving cranks. So I always talk shit about the Kingman Academy of Learning because, like, after a certain probably ten years ago, twelve years ago, they it started teaching to strictly just to the test. Mm-hmm. And their test scores are great, but the kids that come out of there are like they're not dumb, right? By any stretch, because I know some smart kids. But all I know is is that Portia had a couple of her friends, one or two of her friends that left in like eighth grade or seventh grade and went there for a year, and then decided they want to be back with their friends at the regular public school. They came back and they had to be in remedial classes for six months to catch them back up. Oh shit! So like that's. Don't tell me that it's it's just a little bit better. No, it's really not. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that that guy. Yes, I'm mean, like, there's people here who actually want to get better. Get the fuck out of the way. Right. That's one. Of, yeah, yeah. It's just a fucking huge pet peeve of mine. I'm like, if you don't want to get better, go away. What do you that? got on TV, Paul? I don't know. Lauren Daigle, Christmas Under the Stars. I don't BYU I, I TV. Why the fuck? Do I, didn't you have tu- B- I didn't touch anything. Why do you have BYU TV on? I didn't touch anything. Goddamn Mormons. Oh, yeah. You know what? All right. I got to rant about something real quick. Mormons? Hawaiian Mormons? Yeah. Well, the, the, the Mormons infiltrated the islands uh, pretty <laughs> much in like the late 1800s or so. You can ride a bicycle there? What? Never mind. I did ride a ton of bicycles there. I mean, uh, yeah. there. I don't mean that's funny while you're there. That's funny. I'm pretty sure they took boats at first and then planes. No, they have some uh, BYU has a Hawaii campus, BYU Hawaii, right? It's on the north, oh, like the northwest side. I did side. not know that. A lot of people didn't know that. I thought that was common knowledge, but then again, it is BYU who gives a shit. Um, but anyway, I they have a place that I didn't know until recently, like maybe a year ago. It's called the Polynesian Cultural Center, and it's about all different Polynesian cultures. You know, uh, but it's based in Hawaii and it's it's on paper. It sounds really cool. Uh, and I've seen some of the videos there cool. and it, they teach, you know, all the 
the canoe building techniques that they did and how they sailed and navigated by the stars and all the things they made pig, out of pig pit tarot. Yeah, yeah. All Seriously? That, all that stuff. They, they teach wow. all that stuff. They demonstrate it. It's kind of like a colonial Williamsburg or some shit like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, except it's run by the Mormon church, and it's basically used for indoctrination to, oh, to get you to go to, to, get you to become Mormon. And I <laughs> thought, I was like, when... When people use the term cultural appropriation, it fucking it physically makes me fucking angry mm -hmm. because that term should be used for that kind of shit. Yes. Where you're like just appropriating a culture to push your own agenda, mm -hmm. not, oh, I like to I fucking wear a kimono at home and I like samurai swords and I like learning how to cook Japanese food. So I'm culturally appropriating. No, you're interested in other fucking culture. All right, all right. That's not offensive. Did right? they do they recruit? Have they recruited then real Polynesian people? They, yeah, absolutely. To, that are Mormon. That are Mormon. Absolutely, oh, okay. and they're all, all right. part and party to it. That's fucking bullshit. I was like, we, that was the one the long trip. Like the we took the long way up to the North Shore, mm -hmm. all along the east side of the uh, the island, and that's you drive right past it. And she's like, hey, the, the Lindley, the, my friend there, she's like, hey, do you want to stop in the Polynesian Cultural Center? I'm like, no. Do I want to be indoctrinated in the Mormon church? Th fucking thanks, but no I thought thanks. you didn't know who were in it initially. Like, and, you, and you like went there, let's say, for example, and, you, and you're looking around. I would have been so... F and then you're going like, oh, hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a second. And you're looking around going, this doesn't smell quite right. Jesus didn't teach the Native Americans <laughs> about Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I, I no, I found out about this like maybe a year ago. I had no idea, and I I can't remember who it was I was talking to about it. They're like, yeah, that's it's used for indoctrination. It's probably some ex Mormon that told me that, but uh, yeah, it was like, do I want to get indoctrinated? No fucking thanks. And she started busting up laughing. She's like, you know about that? I'm like, yeah, but I knew about that thing for that that po the polycultural center for like. 15 years and was thinking if I ever make it to Oahu, I want to go well, there check it because out. it's yeah. cool. And then like a year ago, I found out that it was just run by the Mormons. They used it to push their agenda and it just fucking made me sick. Like it's if I, crazy. if it weren't for the fact there are already a bunch of uh, native Hawaiians that are Mormon, I, if I were them, I would have kicked, they would have been the first fucking people kicked off the island. It'd be kind of like, uh, like the early, early Spanish Christians, let's say, yeah. explaining the native American, <laughs> whatever here right it's like yeah no shit like imagine imagine if instead of murdering montezuma that he uh who was it who 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 did that um i don't know it was like 1510 i can't remember his name cortez if he didn't come in and murder mm -hmm. him instead of murdering him he got him and a bunch of his people to to hey let's talk about jesus now you like jesus now Tell everybody about your culture, but then tell them about Jesus at the same time when they come and visit right. your museum in right. Mexico City. That's essentially what they did. And I'm just like, dude, fucking what shitbags. And come but inside anyway. the Pueblo. Yeah, come inside the Pueblo. Check this out. Look how we make Pueblos with mud yeah. and... This is mud and hay and sticks. Also, this is called corn, also known as maize. And, look, and notice the crucifix on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> this is the handmade crucifix. This is where Jesus died for our sins. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought we were learning about Pueblos and shit. Also, we're learning about Jesus. Son and, of a bitch! And making, like, maize. Or taking maize and yeah, maize. pounding it with rocks maize. and stuff. <laughs> you hoodwinked me, sir. Yeah, that was... I, I was And jewelry. I was so glad to drive right past fucking BYU Hawaii and the Polynesian Cultural Center. I'm like, can we speed up? And then I told her, I was like, I was married to a lady who's Mormon. Like, I've kind of... Like, I have friends that still have friends that are Mormon and they're tolerable. 
and, and they're they're deep down they're good people but like as a whole i just really can't fucking stand that church and their culture because they do shit like that well it's kind of like uh that's a lot of religions obviously i mean this is what happens right people fuck it up or a person started that anyway. I mean, let's say that Christ, we talked about this before. You know, Christianity is not, the average Christian is not really Christian. Yeah, the average, the, well. And I'm passing judgment because what the fuck? I don't well, that's care. fine. Well, you're not a follower of Christ. You can pass as much judgment as you want. <laughs> that's right. It's not cool, but you can still do it. Sure. Uh, but we all know what I'm saying. Everybody yeah, out there knows what the fuck I'm saying. Absolutely. Like one, one like there, I know plenty of good uh, quote unquote God fearing Christians that are just amazing people that sure. if I called them right now could help me out with stuff Absolutely. and they're not even that close of friends but they're those kind of people but the overwhelming majority of organized religion sucks ass and they're yes. fucking have been terrible for 1500 years and the other people that took the hard advantage of it being tax free and all this come yeah. we'll say a prayer for you if you send us five dollars and yeah and then we'll have yeah, our huge yeah the evangelicals are like that right oh now i think i feel like they're the most guilty like they're the they're the they're the most obviously guilty of just bad shit How right can now. Be, if, i think if jesus were around he would go back through the turning over the tables of the money changer kind of routine it, but, to, uh, but evangelicals he would go there and mega church yeah he would, he would torch those places fucking down probably. absolutely i, I would really believe so. that yeah He'd be the most radical of the radicals. He was a radical. Yeah, he was a, he was a, uh, what are they, that, uh, I love that meme. It's like, uh, Jesus was a, a Middle Eastern brown skinned, uh, socialist who hung out with prostitutes and street urchins. Yeah, he did. And, but also (laughs) Colbert, you know, was a hardcore Catholic. Yes. Stephen Colbert, he, he had this. He talked about. He makes fun of the Catholics. He does. He does. Cause he knows that he, he knows that it's kind of. It's a dated institution and all that stuff. Right. But he, but anyway, he he has this really great quote. He said, uh, "We either need to start acting like a, a Christian nation, or we need to come to terms with the fact that we don't want to f- do all the things that Christ did, which is feed the poor, or feed the hungry, clothe the poor, da da da, and all those things that Jesus right. said to do, and then stop pretending that we're a Christian nation. Neither you either dump it." Yeah. Or do it. He said, because it just makes us look all look like uh, hypocrites. Yeah. And and then he also, that's when he chimed in with, also, not a Christian nation. Never been a Christian nation. Weren't founded by Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, I didn't even know that. I just thought it was like a neutral, you know, like in the beginning of the Founding Fathers. They, they, they didn't identify themselves as Christians so back then. They it, were called deists. Isn't it true that, uh, yes, isn't it true that... Um, Jefferson, or I can't remember the people that when they when they Adams. were sworn Adams when he sworn Adams. in. Oh, uh, oh uh, no, maybe it was Jefferson when he was sworn in. He was sworn in on uh, on a, the Quran, I think. I think it was the Quran, and and I, there's a reason for that, Kevin. The, 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 yeah, no shit, well, Kevin. <laughs> uh, there, there's a reason for that, and if I remember correctly, it's the the first country that recognized the United States of America as a country was like. I don't know. That country doesn't exist anymore, but it was basically the Barbary Coast, like northern uh, northern Africa. Mm-hmm. It was one of those countries was the very first one to recognize us as a country. And that's why he did it symbolically. And so he did it. Yeah. Symb- I think that's why he did it symbolically. Right. Which I think is cool as hell. But no, Adams was the one who said uh, the United States of America never has been and never will be a Christian nation. And I'm like, that's my favorite quote to just throw at people like, well, this is a Christian nation. Nah, it's really not, though. Like, yeah. and now I, I will say the overwhelming, uh, well, it used to be the overwhelming majority of religion in this country is Christian, mm-hmm. but that's now no longer the majority of the population. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, just not it's going, it's slowly going away. Yeah. Cause it's just, it's just kind of a dated thing like the, yeah. Right. Which, you know, 
I I uh, I understand and appreciate the historical aspects of of religions. I was just talking about this with uh, with somebody uh, last week about the they didn't know that the Vatican has the largest collection of historical documents on Earth. Wouldn't surprise me. Well, the Vatican archives are fucking <clears throat> enormous. It's like five Walmart supercenters stacked on top of each other, and it's all climate controlled. And it's they have it kind of makes sense. I mean, they were in control of kind of half the damn world. You that's know, true. And going out and get, getting all this shit. So they have stuff that is now that was pilfered yep. from countries, you know, say a thousand years ago. That now those countries are like, you keep that because you've got it sealed in low oxygen no light you know you know yeah. the, the special request you can view it in, in like red light kind of thing mm-hmm. uh they have two copies original copies of the constitution which i think is cool they have two original copies of the declaration of independence as well wow and the u.s l- gave them those for safekeeping because mm-hmm. the archive is at the vatican they knew doing, they had the, the facility well, whatever. they've been doing that kind of work for a thousand years like yeah. for literally since like a, like 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 1050 a.d mm-hmm. is when the vatican archives were started and and they used the newest technology for preserving things at the time and continuously upgrade so like wow i appreciate shit like that sure and i appreciate like i went to a church that was built in 1514 in uh in mexico Finding something that's like 500 years old in North America is, that's not ruins is pretty fucking hard. Kind of impossible. Yeah. Almost. Uh, it's, 500 years. Yeah. Yeah. Probably something that's there's that a, old. There's a couple, couple forts things. in Florida that are that are around that age, but like the west coast of, of uh, Mexico, that kind of blows my name. That is such a beautiful church, too. But like they, like guys can't wear shorts or flip-flops. You have to be wearing dress attire. Women can't wear... Uh, anything revealing, like revealing their shoulders, everything, dresses have to be knee length. Like they're very strict about it, which I'm like, that's eh, whatever. It's, it's their, it, they, they can do that's that. Their, it's their thing. thing. Of course, it's yeah. their thing. They spend a lot of time and money on that. And look, fucking, they, if they, if that wants to be their sacred spot, then that's their sacred spot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me, I forgot to tell you, one of the funniest things ever happened. So I went to USS Arizona, you know, you take the boat out. We we're talking about it. That sounds hilarious. I'm not done yet. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I told you, you know, they make the announcement and they let you know, no pictures, no, no, none right. of this. You know, have respect for for the dead, and you know, this is a war memorial, but it's also an active graveyard, so be respectful. Some fucking dipshit, and he was probably like late forties to like maybe mid fifties. Not a young, not a young. Someone guy. about my age or yeah, barely around, younger, say around your age, and he like pulled his phone out started taking pictures and that uh i don't know what the guy's rank was i i i'm i'm gonna say he definitely wasn't a he was probably a petty officer first class he wasn't just a regular petty officer because he was it was he was probably like late 20s right so he walked over and goes to excuse me sir you were uh you were told about uh or no sir can you please remand your phone to my custody you were uh forewarned about the rules and regulations of photography please give me your phone and the guy's like what are you talking about? I just taken pictures. And then he goes, yes, and this is an active gravesite. This it's also incredibly disrespectful. Please give me your phone, or I will take it from you. And I was like, oh, wow. and he like the second the second like like bit of that sentence is like, I will take it from you. It was like a little bit more intense, <laughs> a little bit louder. And the guy was like, he tried to protest and, and like say something, and he said, please now. I'm like, oh shit. So like, the guy handed him his phone. He's like, I will give this to you once we're back, uh, you know, back in the park. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> I, this guy was standing five feet from me, and I'm just hearing this. I'm going, what a fucking tool. But also, that was funny. It like, it was like, 
you're there for like a half hour walking right. around, you know, before they come and pick you up. It was like right at the midway point, right <laughs> when I was like getting really bummed out. And just like, you know, you have reverence for the dead, but you're also in a very depressing spot. Sure. It kicked off a, uh, the war for the U.S. that a whole shitload of people, you know, were killed in, that so on and so forth. So like. What was that stupid person that was went, went to, the, was it either Auschwitz or Dachau? It was doing all these selfies and shit there. It, it was like last. A ton of people do that. Well, I know. but All it was, the time. But it was like, it was, it was a, it was a bigger deal for some reason. Oh. I don't know. Maybe you forgot about this. It, it was a. Uh, like they were making kind of fun of it and stuff like that, and they were posting it all over fucking social media. Oh, that's media. disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot. I'm surprised you don't remember this. And it may have been a female doing this or something. For yeah. some reason, I'm just remind. We'll have to look this up. When I don't done. remember that. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Um, but it was really. I mean, everybody went fucking ballistic. Just tasteful. Who disgusting. the fuck is this? Kind of the other thing. one was uh, several years ago. Justin Bieber went to. Uh, uh, where do you go? Went to Amsterdam. And went to the um, Anne Frank house mm-hmm. and signed the guest book and put something in there like, uh, like you're, you put you can write a little note in there, write your name and you write a little note in there. It's like I I hope if Anne Frank were alive today she'd be a believer, which was the oh, name of the Bieber like fans. Yeah, I know. Yes. And I was like, I heard that and I'm like that motherfucker. Like he wasn't allowed back in the Netherlands for like fuck. I think like two years. He had to petition to go there on tour. They're Good. like, they're like, yeah, they should have just said no. Fuck you. Fuck off. I have a, I have now, a funny story about starting guest books. Uh, oh no! What Sorry. did you do? Well, no, I didn't. Please do lighten it up. I was in in Hope Town, the Bahamas, in the Abaco Islands, and this the black guy that I had picked cotton with me. Remember? Oh my god! <laughs> he looks kind of like Eddie Murphy. He does look like Eddie Murphy. Kind of, folks. For the record. I'm just not so, just saying that because he's black. Oh, they all look alike. No, no, right? he no, he looks like Eddie Murphy, and this guy picked cotton as a visual joke that Paul did several years ago. And we're used uh, South, South Carolina, South Carolina next to a Baptist. <laughs> I really wish that like, I, I wish I could have been there for the dialogue when you asked him if you were like, Hey, because I, I, got, I said, what are you doing for lunch? Well, I don't know. I'll probably get a like, subway. Say, well, hey, let's go pick some cotton. And he just stopped what he was doing. He's working on an airplane and looked at me. And he's like, I'm serious. What the fuck did you say? Right, right, like, <laughs> right down there. Have you ever picked cotton before Freddie? Cause I haven't. <laughs> He's, this, he's like, my people don't pick cotton, but yours used to. So let's talk about this. So I talked him into it. We went down anyway. It was he, so funny. And it, <laughs> what was funny was because it was a, it was about it actually was about what was that about a five years ago? Yes. Because that was uh, for the Blackbridge uh, white the white elephant gift right. was the a framed picture of him with sepia toned picking cotton. <laughs> this black guy in front of a church. Yes, that looks kind of like a plantation home. <laughs> and then you framed it. But you also put like a little, like the bundle I of. I brought cotton with me that cotton. came that he picked. <laughs> and that was your white elephant gift. And those people. They really didn't they know. They didn't get the joke. I think they probably, that shit probably went in the trash before they even got to the car. That, that guy is so it's racist. It was not racist. This guy is your friend <laughs> and he got the fucking joke. So anyway, we had to explain that. So, okay. So anyway, All right. So we're in the Bahamas we're in down Bahamas. There. Okay. And there's these kids, these younger, uh, 12, 13 year old kids think that this is Eddie Murphy because they're walking around. My friend Tommy's tall and thin and attractive, and I'm just a doofus-looking guy. But anyway, they, they just thought, because we're, we're doing whatever, you know, I think it's Eddie Murphy. We, I think the guy thinks you're Eddie Murphy. So we kind of played it up a little bit. So we, we went, there's a lighthouse there, that like a touring, you can walk up it, and there's a guest book there. So he signed it, Eddie Murphy, and just for the hell of it, because they followed, later on they went and saw it, and Eddie Murphy had signed it. That is fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, uh, for years, um, Daniel Radcliffe and Elijah Wood 
You know who those two people yes. are? Yeah. They do look similar enough that if you, it, like in passing, you could mistake one for the other, at least, say, 10 years ago, because Elijah Wood, for some reason, never doesn't age. Like, he'll always look 25, yeah. and he's like 40. Yeah. And then Daniel Radcliffe is not aging. He's aging like a normal human. He's like 32 or something like that, or 30. I think Elijah's and glider looked, pilot. Huh? I think he's a pilot. He's that a, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. He, he went, he, was he homeschooled here? Who? I know. I never mind. Do you know homeschooled here? I'm thinking of Elijah, somebody else. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Elijah I, Wood was in Lord of the Rings. He played, never mind. Is it not the same Frodo. person? Frodo, Frodo Baggins. Sorry. I totally confused Elijah. Who the fuck did you think I was thinking I, of? I will think of it. I will tell, I will show you this Elijah that I know. And I, it's just I, a guy I, named Elijah, not a famous fucking. I don't. Actor. I, I totally lost it. I, I thought it was somebody. <laughs> I thought it was a local person named Elijah. Sorry. And Daniel Radcliffe played Harry Potter. Yes. Yes, are thank you. you. Are now we, I'm up to are speed. Are we there now, Grandpa? I'm up to speed. Okay, Jesus. Gotta Christ. wind up the fucking talkie. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, go ahead. Put your flip phone away, Paul. <laughs> anyway, um, those Sometimes two look so noise. they they used to look so much alike. Because well, because the thing was, Daniel Radcliffe was forced to have a boyish looking haircut, always clean shaven, because he was in those movies and he was expected to fill that slot. Like yeah. he had to look like that all the time for the most part. So and Elijah Wood is virtually hairless, so he doesn't sh have to shave. So they, they kind of look exactly. The, they kind of look. They look like eighty percent the same. Now, same height. It's like same the build. two actors that played uh, the uh, the uh, God damn it, the the brothers in MIT. I'm sorry, Harvard that uh, were Facebook. They uh, the, the yeah, they were actual twins, the Winklevi. The Winklevi. <laughs> the Winklevoss. The Winklevoss. They're not related at all, but they made them look alike. They, they're, they're, I thought they had twins play them. No, they're, they they're, 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 com them? they're completely different people. What the fuck? I mean, they're different people. They're, <laughs> they're different. <laughs> you know, twins have no soul, and those guys had red hair, which means they have negative souls. Right. It's less than or equal okay. to. Fucking anyway. I'm telling you, they're, they're different oh, I didn't know that. family I thought, people. No, that's, we'll have to look them up. All so right, go ahead. So those guys, what they would do is they would fuck with, because uh, they're two very, very famous actors, right? They can't go anywhere on earth without being recognized. Those two would fuck with with autograph like Elijah Wood. Where they're like, "Oh my God, you're Daniel Radcliffe. Can you sign?" He would never correct him. He would just he would just sign. sign. He would sign it. But he would make his. He had this way of making, and they both did this, where they make their signature look like it was like a fourth grader wrote it. Mm -hmm. that's <laughs> and that's funny. how you knew that it was that was like their little calling card. And like they're like, "Oh, Daniel Radcliffe's like eh, he writes like a fourth grader," and then vice versa. Mm. So that's how you knew. And they did this for years, like a wow. decade. And then uh, the other one I love is uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, when he was filming like the last the last two Harry Potter movies were part one and part two. So they're the same movie. It was just cut up into into different parts. Smaller right? pieces. Yeah, yeah. So but so they but they filmed those are epic. Like they're both two and a half hours long. Mm -hmm. So they filmed those back to back. And the filming was like nine months or something like that. Ten months. Normal shooting schedule for an hour and a half, two hour long movies like two months maybe mm -hmm. so uh, Daniel Radcliffe what he got sick and tired of dealing with the paparazzi because there was no paparazzi laws in whatever country they were filming in so they, they he just got tired of it so he went to the went to some local like department store and bought like 10 pairs of the same pants 10 pairs of, or 10 shirts same hat same shoes and just recycled through them so he wore the exact same 
clothes every single day to and from set or when he was out going to bars or restaurants or whatever. So all the pictures that the paparazzi would take of him would look exactly the same, which renders their shit useless. Gotcha. So that's a good idea. Fuck yeah, that's a great idea. Yep. Fuck the paparazzi, man. Fucking vultures. Yep. Fucking disgusting, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely nasty. Well, we've talked about a lot of things today, and yeah. I think uh, Paul and I have both kind of lost steam. So, Well, welcome home, Joe. Yes, thank you. I, it feels uh, awful to be back where it's cold and dry. Yep. I've had bloody noses. Uh, I feel great, though. I feel relaxed. I don't want to go back to work, but, you know, we all have to do things we don't want to do. Absolutely. So, unfortunately. I bid you adieu. Goodbye. Good night. Thank you.